Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can Spins a web any size Catches thieves just like flies Look out, here comes the Spider-Man Is he strong? Listen, bud He's got radioactive blood Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead, hey there, there goes the Spider-Man. In the chill of the night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. This is episode 418 for April 2016, and if you're a fan of this podcast and our website, I'd appreciate your support. Log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side to support this site via PayPal, and you can help us keep the lights on and ensure more episodes come out in the future, and also help us pay the bandwidth costs that it takes to host 418 MP3s upon our server. All right, let's get on with Spider History. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our April Spider History with JR. JR, we're headed back to 1986 of April 86, and Amazing Spider-Man 275 came out, written by Tom DeFalco and penciled by Ron Friends. Yes, and you can... Anniversary anniversary issue. And you can tell that it's a different month that we're recording this from the last one because I have a different shirt on. Yes, if you're watching this on YouTube, yes, yeah. we have changed clothes. See, I have a different, I have a different shirt, so therefore I know. Therefore, this is proof that it's uh, a different month. And George, <laughs> George is puffing on a different cigar than he was puffing, yes, or a cigarette than he was puffing last month. So, yes. Anyway, <laughs> two hundred seventy-five issues in of Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, indeed, and this was a special issue, boys and girls, because this was a thirty-seven-page book-length. Epic. Yeah. Even though, as you'll find out, uh, it includes the original eleven pages of Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. So that cost you a buck and a buck quarter. Buck and a quarter. Back buck and a quarter. Yeah. And it yeah. was special because the regular issues were only going for seventy five cents at the time. So you knew you were getting something special this time around. Did yeah. you do all the credits and everything? Yeah, I did. You did? I did. You did? I did. Did you say the, Fa- the Falco and Friends? The Falco and Friends. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so the Hobgoblin. We haven't seen him in over a year or whatever. So when he uh, the story starts, we get a supervillain monologue, which basically is Hobgoblin saying, oh, you know, I'm, I've upgraded all my shit and everything, and I'm so much cooler than I was before, and now I'm really going to kick Spider-Man's ass. <laughs> so anyway, so you know, we do that, and then we go to uh, Forest Hills, because uh, at this point... And we still don't know the identity of the Hobgoblin at no, this point. No, 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 we don't know the identity yep. of the Hobgoblin. Nothing. No. Too early, yeah. And... Um, so we go to Forest Hills because May is throwing a party for that cripple old geezer, Nathan Lebensky, you know, <laughs> because Nathan, you know, at this point in time, uh, May is running the frat house for old geezers, you know, where a bunch of old people come in and do what old people do, you know, sit and complain about their health and, and, and their kids and everything like that. Kind of like I do. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so anyway, so see, see, Nathan, you know, ran up some gambling debts and he got beat up by a bunch of punks and, <laughs> And actually, I think we covered this in Spider History uh, because it was the Crusher Hogan issue. And uh, Aunt May had asked Peter to go to look after Nathan. But, of course, Peter became Spider-Man and, uh, of course, couldn't do it. So Nathan got beat up and Aunt May got, 
you know, Aunt May got mad at him, you know, and then Peter just went out and pouted instead and having the balls to tell, you know, Aunt May that he's Spider-Man, you know, and then saying, by the way, Nathan Lubinsky, I don't like that old bastard anyway. You know, yeah, didn't, so, they, didn't they have a huge fight? Yeah, because he, he's always making Peter judgments. Yeah, he's he's always making judgments about Peter and he doesn't have a clue. And I would tell Aunt May, I would tell well one, I would have tell I would tell Nathan to shut the hell up. I don't know what it is with <laughs> Peter. You know, he lets J he lets J. Jonah Jameson's father mouth off to him, he lets this guy mouth off to him. It's like, well, grow some balls, kid. You know? It, it's like I don't know what it is. But uh but anyway, so they're having this party for Nathan. Anyway, so I don't know how you're gonna have a party for a guy in a wheelchair, you can't dance. Uh, but, uh, so Peter, <laughs> Peter's staring out the window and Mary Jane is saying, yeah, Peter, you're staring out the window. And Peter's saying, yeah, because Nathan got beat up because it's my fault and I'm going to quit being Spider-Man. Oh, it's and, Nathan's fault for racking up a huge gambling daddy. Oh, no, 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 but, but, but Peter says, let's, yeah, he says here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all my fault. Nathan ended up in the hospital. I failed him just like I failed so many others. Yeah, he failed him because he didn't follow him like he was supposed to because he went and took care of the whole Crusher Hogan thing because Crusher was going to get killed, of course, you know, something, you know, but Peter forgets that Peter forgets that he saved lives when he became Spider-Man. You know, he forgets that. So he goes and he starts feeling sorry for himself. He goes, I'm going to quit being Spider-Man. And Mary Jane says, again, where's the damn trash can? Let's put the costume in it. Walk away. So anyway, now we go to back to Flash and Shashan's apartment. Mm-hmm. Shashan is not making sandwiches. <laughs> no, no, no. Shashan is trying to track down Peter. She's trying to, she's calling the Daily Bugle, trying to track down Peter because as you know, if you've been reading Amazing Spider-Man, Flash has been going out and disappearing, and you know, and Shashan's really worried. And so Peter decided to follow Flash one time. You know, Shashan, you know, gave him a heads up, and found. And uh, so Peter found out that Flash was trying to get a walk-on contract with a pro sports team, football team. Peter also found out that he was doing Betty Leeds. Uh, <laughs> and so Peter says, "Oh my God, what do I do now?" Well, of course, Flash saw Shashan with Peter. So Flash, of course, thinks Shashan is having something to do with Peter. And so so anyway, Flash is, um, you know, Flash walks in when Shashan is trying to get a hold of Peter. And Flash says, aha, I knew it. You and Peter are screwing on me. You know, and <laughs> and Shashan walks in and says, or Shashan goes, Flash, you are the stupidest MF on the face of the earth. <laughs> You know, he didn't say that, did. but we'll let it go. <laughs> no, she, she didn't say that. She didn't say that. No, 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 no. She no. said, uh, oh, she said, Here, quote, quote, no, you're trying to drag Peter into this to cover your own guilt. It won't work. I know all about you and that tramp Betty leads. Where's your shame? She's a married woman. And then Flash <laughs> says, shut up. And he hits her. Okay, Ooh. yeah, he hits her. So, you know, I mean, so Flash, you know, this is how stupid Flash is. And Flash comes from an abusive family, too. Oh, yeah, that, that makes it all better. I know, but uh, you do what you see. I don't know. Anyway. Stop excusing <laughs> Flash's behavior. I, I apologize. Okay, right, wait, wait, well, since when did J.M.D. Mateus come on? <laughs> you just called me J.M. J.M.B.D. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, by the way, just because, you know, someone had a bad childhood, that makes it okay that they're a psychopathic. Person. No, I didn't say it's right to his wife, but uh, anyway. Well, anyway, so he hits her. But the thing is, though, he can't, he, he see, he's mad at her thinking that she screwed around with him on Peter. And it's like, well, you dumbass, you're boinking you Betty Leeds. 
you know, Boink and, 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 Boink and Betty. You've watched that film, haven't you, George? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so anyway, so he so he hits Shashan. Now here's what should have happened in the in the here's what should have happened. Shashan should have gone to Peter and said, you know, Peter Flash hit me. Flash, Peter then should have gone to Flash and said, you know what, Flash, I hear you like to hit little Oriental women. All right, I'm going to tell you what, dude. Today, why, why, do we, why does it have to be just because he's Oriental? Why, do we have, why does it have to be specific to Oriental women? Why can't you? I heard you like to beat women. That's, well, that's horrible. Well, no, 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 no. There's a specific. I suspect you. I suspect you're a horrible racist. <laughs> Well, it, no, he's just very descriptive. Well, well, first, of, first of all, first of all, Shishan comes from a you know came from a society at least in the seventies. Although I back then when in, in a culture where women were deferential to men, and she came from that particular culture. So I mean, it's like so. What the hell? I mean, you're a big you're a football player, all right? Okay. Yeah. So not only are you going to be you're going to slap this thin woman. Okay, but you're going to slap a woman who's been nothing but deferential to you. What kind of effing coward are you? So anyway, it was not a high point of Flash being in the. So so what Peter should have said is, okay, you know what, Flash? Today I'm going to be the football player, and you're going to be the little Oriental woman, and then beat the (laughs) shit out of Flash. You know, see, that's 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 what's been wrong with all Spider and Peter never beat the shit out of Flash. Peter should have beat the shit out of Flash just to show him that he could. All right. Yeah. Anyway. But that doesn't happen. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so now we're back to Peter and Mary Jane, and Peter's feeling sorry for himself again. I'm going to quit being Spider-Man. And Mary Jane said, oh, Peter, you've said that before. You know, what? why are you going to quit? You know, you know, you came by that decision awful quickly again. And, you know, by the way, I never knew how you became Spider-Man in the first place. And Peter said, well, you never wanted to know. You never asked, bitch. And uh, so. that's not that's not how that went down. That's not. Didn't you read Marvel Tales, woman? <laughs> uh, you didn't want to know about that part of my life. Remember, you were afraid it would bring you down. Uh, OK. But anyway, Peter. So Mary Jane then says, well, Peter, no, I really don't want to know. I really don't care. But you see, normally comics are selling for 75 cents, all right? But Marvel is charging $1.25 for this one. And part of the reason is they're including a reprint of Amazing Fantasy number 15. So you better tell me how you got your powers. Oh, okay. So, you know, Peter segues <laughs> into that, you know, because so we get 11, so we get the original Amazing Fantasy number 15. There you there go. We go. Oh, look on that other page. It's an ad for the power pack drug abuse. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Sexual abuse. Oh, sexual abuse—the one ways, with the guy that looks like Uncle Ben. <laughs> ways to ways to prevent ways. Oh yeah. Wait, did you send off for that? I didn't. You know how you, you know how you prevent sexual abuse? You know how? how? Oh my God! You cut story time with Jr. Let's hear. No, no, no. It's like you know how you prevent sexual abuse is after you cut the dicks off the sexual predators, <laughs> and they never do it again. They never do it again. I, I don't understand. It's it's like you know. There you go. Anyway, it's like it's like if it's like it, look. I can facepalm now on YouTube. <laughs> you know, and it's amazing. Both you and George can facepalm without any interference. You know, I mean, you just like with somebody like me. You know, you don't really hear anything. You know, but when you guys do it, you hear this smack. You know, so uh, that's, that doesn't sound good either. <laughs> No. I'm so sad right now. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Sadder than when Brad was telling bad jokes earlier on? 
Have we ever talked about Power Pack in 10 years on a podcast? <laughs> and why would we? Yeah, we, we've guess. talked about some of them. That Yes, we have. Yeah. I, I can verify that. Okay. I can confirm that. Okay. I don't know what context, right. so don't ask. Don't say, refresh my memory. What's going? Don't. I don't. But we have. So that 15 pages of the middle of ASM 275 was epic. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway back to the Daily Bugle. Okay. Betty is trying to get a hold of both Flash and Ned because she needs some loving. All right. <laughs> and then Robbie comes by. Which, which, go gobble. which, you know, considering, you know, I guess what was it? Robbie and Betty in that porn flick, you know? Oh, no. uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. There we go. Our, um, our spider porn expert, George. Uh, anyway, he's only reviewed two. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's three. next. Well, oh, three. I apologize. <laughs> well, that's three more than I've reviewed. Three so, because uh, there were the two Spider-Man films and then uh, the Superman versus. Oh, yeah. Well, wait. No, hang on. I take that back. Uh, we didn't do uh, the second Spider-Man. We did uh, the Avengers in which Spider-Man was in it. How many years ago was that? We haven't. We need to like see if three, there's... No, there have been. I, I've told you this several times. I'm like, yes, they are. And because people have said, are you going to – every now and then, like twice a year, people are like, are you going to review the, the porn stuff anymore? And I said, that's all up to Brad. But, yes, there was more of that. Feel free. No, no I, that, that, you have to trigger that. I, that's not something I just go out and do willingly. If you ask it, up my, me, favorite, my favorite line of that podcast was uh, you went out and rented it. You put it in your Blu-ray player and your Blu-ray player looked like you just injected it with an S. No, my, my Blu-ray player didn't <laughs> want it. My TV Blu-ray player was like, dude, don't put, don't put this in me. <laughs> don't put this don't in me. No, I'm no. not going to play it. <laughs> There's no telling where this has been. When, when the, when the cute guy working behind the counter said, Oh, this is one of our most popular rentals. And I'm like, great. Everyone in Denton County, every pervert in Denton County has had their hands on this. Thanks for putting it in my hands. <laughs> oh, my God. JR just took it out of a two-liter bottle. He doesn't give JR sipping from a two-liter. Uh, wow. It's getting that bad, boys and that, girls. That's a man who hates life but loves living. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the bugle. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. That's right. Betty. Betty, Betty's looking for loving. Uh, so Robbie comes by. Robbie says, boy, Betty, you're uh, looking depressed and everything. What's wrong with you, uh, little girl? You need a little uh, pick-me-up? Uh, and Betty says, oh, my, you know, it's like, oh, I love Ned so much, but, you know, he's never around. And, you know, and, uh, you keep giving him all these undercover assignments where he disappears for weeks at a time. It's like Robbie's going, undercover assignments? I haven't been given yet any undercover assignments because, as you know, we've got to tease the Hobgoblin mystery. Because earlier in a panel, someone was saying, hey, has anybody seen Lance Bannon? You know, and it's like just out of random or whatever. So, you know, we got right. the we got the Lance Bannon. Is Lance Bannon the Hobgoblin? Is uh, Ned leads the Hobgoblin? Because then Ned comes looking for Flash at the apartment. He, you know, visits Shashan, and Shashan says, I don't know where that bastard is, and I don't care. Uh mm -hmm. And then Ned confronts, confronts Flash on the street and says, stop screwing my wife. And Flash says, well, if you were man enough, she wouldn't be looking forward at, looking forward somewhere else. And then he bops Ned. And then Ned, you know, says, oh, you're going to pay. You're going to pay bad. So you got to think, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so anyway, so Ned's, you know. And then the kingpin, the kingpin's here, okay? The kingpin is, some, you know, is, is muted because, see, the Rose and the Hobgoblin right now are a team. They're an item. They're a pair. Uh, and the kingpin's saying, well, I've never seen underneath the Rose's mask, but if he's the person I suspect he is, I truly re uh, regret the war that is going to happen between us. So, you know, but this is, this is probably reflects on who... 
DeFalco had in mind to be the Hobgoblin and the Rose, which was not what Roger Stern had in mind. Uh, but we'll get... Who, who, so who do you think DeFalco wanted to be the DeFalco Rose? DeFalco wanted Roderick Kingsley to be the Rose. Which, okay, uh, and he and he wanted uh, Ned Leeds to no, be no, no. He wanted he his idea was that Richard Fisk was the Hobgoblin. Oh, flip that. Okay, I see. So anyway, then anyway, so uh, Hobgoblin. We're back to Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin's flying around because you know, like you said, he upgraded all of his stuff. So now he's going to kick Spider Man's ass. Well, Spider Man's not around because Spider Man's sulking somewhere because I didn't I didn't save some old cripple from getting beat up because he ran up a bunch of gambling debts and things like that. And you know, I went and saved somebody else's life, but I'd rather feel sorry for myself here and you know, put bamboo sticks under my fingers or whatever, just like what happened to Stick. <laughs> but anyway, again, Brad hasn't <laughs> seen that yet. <laughs> well, but it'll be a spoiler. A goddamn monster, <laughs> Jr. I am. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Little, little bit. Little that's bit. Right. He's got a goblin. That's in right. Him. That's and a little bit of the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I to say, I thought the little goblin was keep minding his own business. But anyway, oh, let's see here. So Hobbitgun says, I'm going to fly around and catch Spider-Man's attention so I can kick his ass. Well, Spider-Man doesn't come. He says, oh, i got to get Spider-Man's attention. So what am I going to do? Hey, there's this little Oreo girl. I think I'll snag her. So uh, anyway, so he picks up Shashan. And uh, then, of course, the media picks it up says, oh, look, there's a Hobbitgun there with a little Oreo girl. And uh, Mary Jane says, oh, you know, and Peter says, ah, screw it. I don't care about anybody anymore. You know, and Mary Jane says, what, you're just going to let him hurt that hurt that little Oreo girl? And uh, Peter says, no. No, I guess I'm not. So anyway, the Hobgoblin then decides to insult Shashan and says, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I picked you up because you're ugly. Uh, well, that's pretty well what he says. He says, I picked, Ooh. because I find it hard to menace, menace attractive women because I have a thing for attractive women. Uh, and he really does say that. And, um, then, you know, Spider-Man says, well, gee, it's not bad enough. You picked her up. You're going to insult her too. And so, Hobgoblin throws Shishan in the out in the air, you know, and so Peter flashes back to guess what? And and we Gwen even Stacey. see a little ghost of Gwen Stacy. He saves Shishan, but he hurts his arm. And then Hobgoblin, because he hurts his arm, he's now at a competitive disadvantage with the Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin zaps him. He's laying there on the ground. And Hobgoblin says, aha, I'm going to kill Spider-Man. And then next issue, Unmasked at Last. Which we covered on Fight Club. The Unmasked at last issue or this issue? The uh, Unmasked. Yes, because 276, you see, is uh, you see um, Spider-Man holding the Hobgoblin's mask and the Hobgoblin being led away. And it's like, oh, I never guessed in all these years it was going to be him. And, of course, it turns out to be Flash Thompson. That was a great issue. It was a good MacGuffin for the overall Hobgoblin story, but it was such a great issue, period. It really was. It was? That was a stupid MacGuffin. I mean, first of all, Flash Thompson... How could he? No, 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 no. Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson does. You know, barely has two. You didn't like the Secret Wars, so you wouldn't know what the hell's good anyway. (laughs) So Flash Flash Thompson. Flash Flash idolizes superheroes. I didn't have two working brain cells in his entire head, and it's like, how could anybody, anybody think that he could take? Made it clear that it wasn't him. If you go back and really read it, I made. Wait, 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 wait. 
the issue makes it clear that well, of course it, it wasn't. The context clues, yes. You're like, okay, this is probably it wasn't really. Flash. No, no, we knew it. Omfg, we knew it wasn't Flash, but the idea that Peter would believe for a second that it was Flash. Well, Peter doesn't or know the, everything the reader need or doesn't know everything the reader. No, no, no. Peter, Peter has fought the Hobgoblin. Oh, he's listened to the Hobgoblin. <laughs> he's exchanged insults and barbs with the Hobgoblin. He knows how the Hobgoblin talks. The Hobgoblin talks like he's got more than a fifth grade education. He's a little. Flash Thompson is a, has a fifth grade education, even though he made it to the twelfth grade. <laughs> I'm not no saying one. that it was plausible that he could be, but I'm saying right then, right then, I, after he just fought the Hobgoblin, pulling off the mask, he's like, "Oh my god!" I yeah, th- that and that's what he was reacting to. I, I can see that in the heat of the moment. So the other on, uh, issue we have, Jr. <laughs> smoking it like he is. <laughs> You want to go web or you want to go spec, JR? Let's do spec. Okay, let me... Let's bastardize that next. Spec. (laughs) Spectacular Spider-Man number 113, written by Peter David. Pencils by Bob McCloud. Actually, we got two Peter David issues this month. Peter David wrote this one, and he wrote uh, web number 13. Spider-Man is busting through a window Batman style. On the front, it says uh, Aunt May's house under siege. Spider-Man, or Spidey in the crossfire, a house divided. Yes. Anyway. The all-new, all-daring Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. What a hell of a long title. Yes. Anyway, but it's been Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man, since issue number one. But I guess it wasn't all-new and all-daring. I wonder what made it all-new and all-daring. Anyway, well, Peter David was writing it, so that helped. Anyway. The story starts out, first of all, you got to remember, a few issues ago, one of the old geezers that hangs out at Aunt May's uh, fraternity house, uh, Ernie, anyway, Ernie got mugged. So Ernie started, <laughs> Ernie started packing. Start, Where's started, Bert? <laughs> Ernie, Sorry. Ernie Sorry. started packing. That's my Ernie impression. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do we have to continue? I'm gonna put like just a, be glad he's not throwing spider toys up. I was about to say I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, put like a I'm gonna put like a piece of paper up so I don't have to look at him anymore. Hey, you uh, know what, Brad? You know what, Brad? Hey, here's here's Stegron's yeah. tail. You're you're killing. I just beat <laughs> oh, everything oh, you have oh, on oh. your desk. So SDF. Oh you. hell. Uh, well, as long as we're bringing toys out, I'm, please don't stand up in front of the camera when you say that. Oh God, Jr. <laughs> oh. The viewers have unsubscribed. Oh, shit. (laughs) For those people listening at home and not seeing, JR just showed his his goblin nation (laughs) to the Uh, camera. This is is really going down into this. I blame Brad. So do I. I blame Skype. (laughs) Anyway, so Ernie was packing heat. He was on the train one time. A bunch of punks came and said, we want some money. What? Oh, it's him again. And said, and so Ernie shot him, Bernie Getz style. Okay. Well, they decided not to press charges against Ernie. And so, but the media is after him. The media is hounding him. And they follow him to Aunt May's house, Aunt May's fraternity house. Well, somebody has a gun in New York, so obviously the media has to hound them. Mm-hmm. And there's reasons people have guns in New York. I mean, it's like, uh, at least they did in the 70s and 80s. At least they had reasons. And he... What was he packing? He could be packing a rubber ducky. I don't God know. Poor it. Ernie. <laughs> Cold forty-five. Get it all out now. 
Get it all out now. All the Ernie puns, all of it. You you make bath. You make shooting ranges. Lots of fun. Keep going. Rubber duck. You know, I, I am too old for this. I'm. It's like twelve. Fit, You're the Danny Glover of this it's, podcast. It's like, it's like twelve fifty-seven a.m. and I'm listening to these puns. I mean, it's oh my heavens. Anyway, anyway, I'm going to so, write a letter to my senator. Would oh Ted, trust Ted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, I man, we don't want to get started on that oh yeah let's start anyway anyway so you know, the media is following Ernie Ernie's just having a you know dickens of a time well anyway the punks that Ernie shot are holding a grudge and it's like you know this is pretty well how punks think you know we tried to steal some money from an old dude and he shot us well that's his fault we're going to get revenge on him other than, you know, the fact that we shouldn't have been trying to steal money in the first place. But, you know, hoods never think think that way. So so anyway, so they're going to they're, they're going to get revenge on Ernie. And so but, but Peter now is at the the Daily Bugle offices and Joey Mercado, being the, rep, the reporter at that time, said, Peter, you yes. like her? Papa likes. <laughs> Sorry, JR. I <laughs> Joy, what? Joy Mercado's always been hot. You liked her to cover your beat, huh? <laughs> uh, that's my fault. That one's on me. That one's on me. My fault. Sorry, JR. Anyway, so. Joy Mercado. Once you go, Joy. <laughs> so, anyway. Kate, so, anyway, to my fan there. Uh, Kate Cushing, who's, I guess, the publisher of the Daily Bugle now. Uh, because uh, Jonah's off doing Now Magazine or something like that. This is some convo. Anyway, they, the, nobody will, Ernie won't talk to the media, but they figure since she's hanging out at Aunt May's fraternity house that Peter can get them an in. So anyway, so Peter takes Joy there because Kate makes him an offer he can't refuse, basically saying, you know, you need money, uh, you, you know, you need a job, so do this for us or whatever. So they go there, and the police are, the, the police are already there because earlier Mary Jane and Aunt Anna were going to the fraternity house and they saw the punks start to climb into the window. So they called the cops. So the cops are surrounding the house and now we got a hostage situation, you know, and Peter says, ah, oh, I'm going to go in there and kick all those guys' asses. And Mary Jane says, no, 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 Peter, you don't want to do that because like, you know, right now you are like really high, really emotionally all screwed up right now. You're going to go in and you're going to screw it all up. Let everything calm down. Let the police do their job. Let the well, Avengers do it. Huh? Let the, today it would be, let the Avengers do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. And the Avengers would show up and they would dominate the story. And then was like, and then we would say, oh, gee, we paid another four dollars for the uh, Spider-Man comic and the, we got the Avengers. And then, and, uh, and then the punks would beat back Thor and Hercules and then uh, Silk would have to come in and save everybody. And then Ernie would join the Avengers with Bert and all is good in the world. No. <laughs> Poor Ernie. But but then the, uh, the but then. By the way, Poor real JR. quick, you know, the you know, the origin of Bert and Ernie. Where uh, Jim Henson got Bert and Ernie's name. A Wonderful from. Life. Very good, very good. Oh, that I never put be, that, that together should... before. The cop and the cab driver. The, well, I think aren't they angels? No, though? Bert and Ernie are the cop and the cab driver. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought they were. But they were angels. Clarence. I'm sorry. Clarence. That's right. Wow, Every that's time right. a bell rings, an angel gets yes. his sleep. So, so Brad's going to throw out that little tidbit and not even know who the hell Bert and Ernie were in the movie. That's true. I knew. I knew the. I knew the trivia bit. I didn't know the actor shame, or what character. You, sir, you're a goddamn monster. Well, at least somebody else is. You uh, know what? Piss off the both of you for making fun of me for smoking because I've had. Some- 
I've had, You've had one the last two weeks at work. Like anytime somebody's like saying, well, why are we doing this? I, I interrupt I'm, I'm like, I've had surgery old. like that. Like it's a thing. I'm, I'm sucking on a big old Crayola here. Ooh. That sounds bad. <laughs> anyway, one of the, the, lead, the leader, the leader of the, the bad guys or whatever, then shoves Aunt May against the window and puts a gun to her head and says, you know, uh, I'm going to kill this old lady if, you know, you don't get, you know, give us what we want or whatever. And so and Mary Jane says, Peter says, what? Go in and kick their ass. So anyway, so Peter changes into Spider-Man and then he goes and he takes the bad guys out one by one. Well, then he gets to the final guy and webs the gun and it's all over, you know, but er, but uh, Nathan, you know, the, the crippled old guy. You know, he just there's a bunch of sharpshooters out there, so he decides to open the blinds, and the sharpshooters shoot and kill the lead punk, which actually is a happy ending. But Aunt May, you know, decides to go all bleeding heart liberal and says, "Oh, you know, oh Nathan, I'm so ashamed of you. You know, just because that guy came in and threatened all of us and he kicked you over in the wheelchair, and put a gun to my head, and he put a gun to my head." You know, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You know, and it's like, boy, this old woman really is a dingbat. Uh, she would have tried to save the burglar. Well, here like. it is after killing Uncle Ben. Here's the, here's the well, it's funny. There was a what if a few years later. Uh, you know, whereas if, um, I think if Mary Jane had been killed instead of, or shot instead of Aunt May or whatever, and and the kingpin's holding Aunt May and he's threatening to kill her, and Peter's there and. You know, there's only one way he can save her, so he goes literally right through the kingpin <laughs> and kills him. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. Aunt May says, "Oh, that was a horrible thing you did." Even though he was threatening to kill me and everything, that was a horrible thing you did. It's like, God, what is it? She is one squirrely old bat. And yet, she was also a former <laughs> Herald of Galactus. <laughs> the golden old? No, it was yeah. the golden oldie. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it wasn't. A, you know, so anyway, that was spectacular. Spiderman 113. Pretty simple story, actually. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Not bad for, what, yeah, 75 cents. Uh, Web 13, written by Peter David mm-hmm. also and Mike Harris. Uh, on the cover, you have a black-suited Spider-Man holding J. Jonah Jameson by the uh, the shirt. And in the back is a Daily Bugle uh, newspaper. It says, Spidey Goes yes, Berserk. And uh, on the back, join the mask team and discover the illusion. Oh yeah, that had a badass Camaro with the with doors that flew up, and f- I, I, I like those mask. toys. But that cartoon sucked. And we have yeah. more power pack. By the way, prevent sexual abuse. You know, back yeah. then they didn't have pictures of Haley Atwell in these. No. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no. Haley Atwell was not very old in nineteen eighty. I, I don't know that she was alive. I guess I'll look what? that up. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay, take me through another two Peter Davids in one month. Yes, nice. yes. Well, anyway, this story starts out. Uh, it's kind of a where we see Spider-Man and this guy running from Spider-Man, and Spider-Man saves him. What was that? She was. She was four. She was four. She was. Haley four Atwell was four and eighty-six. Wow. Okay. Wow. How old was I at 86? Uh, you you had I gotten got, out of uh, your third ooh, job after graduate school. And, uh, I was 11. Wow. I was about yeah, to say, I, I, was in a, I was in a job that I absolutely hated at the time. I anyway. So, so Spider-Man saves this guy from being run over by a truck. You know, this guy sees Spider-Man, he starts running <laughs> 
<clears throat> you know, it looks like he's afraid of Spider-Man for some reason, and but Spider-Man saves him when he runs out in front of a truck. Well, the, the story is kind of being presented through uh, a news story. And it's obviously the Daily Bugle because this is a very biased representation telling of the story about how Spider-Man was is chasing this guy mercilessly and laughing at him. And he steers the truck with his webbing to make sure that it hits the guy. Ah, so anyway, so that's the, um, so that's kind of the spin that Jonah is putting on the story. And this photographer, there's this photographer there who gets pictures of this and takes them into Jonah. And Jonah says, yeah, yeah, that looks like Spider-Man's trying to uh, make the truck hit that guy. And the photographer's saying, I know that that picture doesn't say that. And that picture doesn't support that. And that picture doesn't support that. And Jonah says, ah, I don't care. I ain't going to use those then. Uh, and then Robbie says, Jonah, are you making the news again? Uh, by the way, uh, don't I run this paper? Don't I make the decisions? You know, and, and Jonah says, uh, oh, just humor an old man. So they run the story, uh, which makes Spider-Man look bad. And you know, then Jonah goes to the hospital and visits this guy and, you know, ask him to tell his story. And the guy starts saying, well, you know, I was... Uh, you know, he starts telling you, well, I was, I was running because I was afraid of Spider-Man because you say he's a menace and all. And Jonah says, wait a minute, wasn't Spider-Man really trying to get you? And so Spider-Man weaves his, or Jonah weaves his story, and the guy says, yeah, like John Lovitz did. Yeah, that's the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah, Spider-Man was trying thing. to hurt me. Tommy, yeah. Tommy Flanagan. Yep. And Jonah says, ah, that's my pal. We're going to pay for all your hospital expenses. <laughs> that's So anyway, so, so Peter is seeing all of this. And the news, the news media is present, you know, decides to show the witnesses who are instead the witnesses who are saying that, hey, Spider-Man saved this guy. They decide to show the witnesses who say that Spider-Man either tried to hurt him or Spider-Man's crazy or Spider-Man's looking for trouble. After all, why does he wear that that costume? And Spider-Man, Peter says, you know, I have absolutely had it. I have absolutely effing had it. I am going to go to the bugle and I am going to kick Jonah's ass. So and that's what he proceeds to try to do. He busts through the window. And he says, Jonah, I have saved your ass so many times. I've saved your son's ass so many times. You are one ungrateful, miserable old bastard, and I am just going to throttle you right now. And then Jonah says, well, you know, I always said you were a menace, Spider-Man, and you know that's exactly how you're acting. And Spider-Man says, I hate you, you son of a bitch. And, and, and I don't know that he says son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call BS on that one. I'm sorry. 1986. Yeah, he did say son of a bitch. 75 cent cover. You stink, Jonah. You really do. <laughs> now, see, no, that was, no, that's, that's, that was by the Comics Code of Authority. That's very effective. You stink, Jonah. You really do. No, it was like, anyway. So then everybody comes in. But see, during this time, Ben Yurick has been doing a little investigating because Ben Yurick thinks something is really fishy about this this thing. And this this guy who was in who that truck hit. And then he finds out the guy's a con man. The guy's got a long history. He's a career criminal. And you know, after Spider-Man leaves and uh, Robbie comes in and Robbie says, hey, Jonah, guess what? You know, the guy you're, whose hospital bills you're paying, he's a career criminal. He's a con man. He was running a scam and he thought Spider-Man was coming out to get him. Uh, and he said, boy, you look like a fool now, don't you? So what, are you, what should I do with the story? Should I kill it? And Jonah says, no, print it. And he says, Robbie, what if I had told you to kill it? Robbie said, I would have printed it anyway, and I would have resigned. Mm-hmm. And Jonah says, yeah, and I wouldn't have accepted your resignation. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and 
Rachel has two baskets of clothes up by the basement door. <laughs> I asked her to take them. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is important shit here. Rachel has, see, Rachel's home for Easter tomorrow. Um, mm. Anyway. That's his oldest yeah, daughter. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan it's, Slot. I should it, have her. I should have it, her come down, and I should say, Rachel, my oldest daughter, who's at grad school right now, who came from. How are you doing? And she would have said, Dad, my dad, who screwed my mother all those years ago, and gave birth, oh. and gave birth to me. Okay, Rachel has two baskets. Jr. does slot Rachel talk. Rachel has two baskets of clothes up by the basement door. I asked her to take them downstairs to get them out of my living room, and she refused. As did Spencer when I asked if. This shit yeah, this is real. Personal. I better not read the rest of this. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so but but actually, you know, and then and Jonah says, you know, and then Jonah's um, kind of out there saying, you know what, Spider Man, you know, maybe we're both assholes. You know, you, you know, yeah, I wrote all these stories about you, and yet, you know, there's been a lot of times that I've printed retractions, but you don't really seem to notice that. Uh, but then again, uh, then again, I really never. I've, Maybe I'm wrong about you, and maybe you're wrong about me. You know, I guess it just depends on your point of view. And I'm not really doing the story. I'm not really doing it justice. I mean, both of these stories I've gone through really quickly because they're extremely simple stories. There's just there's not a whole lot to do with them unless you want me just to stay here and read the dialogue. They're actually pretty decent stories. Yeah, I was thinking I, I haven't read them in 30 years, but I think yeah, I they were them. The, and yeah, they are. Them. But yeah. uh, like I said, they're 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 simple stories. Uh, there's not like stuff, to, a lot of stuff to make fun of in them. Um, they're, they're one parters. Uh, but, but what's interesting about this one, number 13 is, uh, Jonah and Robbie's relationship has always kind of been interesting because Jonah deep down, Jonah knows he's an asshole. You know, he knows he's biased. Yep. He knows that he knows that his problems with Spider-Man have a lot to do with him. He's got a lot of legitimate reasons. I mean, the thing is, which is which is why it's a shame that Jonah is not in Civil War as J.K. Simmons, frankly, because it, that would be an yeah. ideal instead of bringing in William Hurt. You know, who wants to see William Hurt as Thunderbolt? Well, who gives a shit? You know, you know, you could but, but you can see Jonah bringing up the, you know, bringing up the, you know, these people have superpowers. But and yeah, they save the world. But look how much collateral damage gets done in their way. You could see Jonah doing that, yeah. you know, and, and, and that would be perfect yeah. to kind of merge the because you're going to see Spider-Man. But no, of course, we didn't do that. Uh, but it was probably hard enough to get Spider-Man in anyway by himself. And, you know, much less. Yeah. Jay now, Jonah, now, yeah. now, wait a damn minute. Wait a hot damn second. Oh shit! Brad, I didn't say anything wrong, did I? Didn't I really? Brad, as a huge Hulk fan, may be thrilled by the fact that that Ross is in uh, Civil War. Brad, I'd ra- I'd rather have Jameson. Okay, never mind. I love I love Jameson. I'm, I'm shutting up. I'm never talking food. Under, I have, <laughs> the thing is, I thought the first Hulk movie was just a. Oh, it's bro- the Ang Lee movie. Yeah, yeah. Ang Lee. My brother's a, a, a big a Hulk, as big a Hulk fan as you, Brad. Uh, but uh, in fact, the Hulk was his favorite superhero, and he said that the first Hulk movie was t- uh, fifteen hours of good stuff and two hours of a root canal. Uh, it was bad enough yeah. to the point of being insulting. It was as bad as Green as that first Green Lantern movie with Ryan. But I liked I like Sam. I like Green Lantern better. Than the Hulk. I like Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross. To me, Sam Elliott, yeah, William Hurt, just I didn't really see him as Thunderbolt Ross. But anyway. I, I like the second Hulk so long. I, you know, I really haven't seen that except bits and pieces. Of it's it. good. It's good. It's, it's really good. good. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so but, but it's interesting because Jonah needs Robbie and Jonah knows he needs Robbie because Jonah 
knows he needs somebody to control his baser instincts, his worse instincts, who, to keep him from being, <laughs> you know, and uh, so, so it's his own, and, and Robbie knows that that's the function he serves. Now, why Robbie puts up with Jonah all the time, I don't know. You know, that's always kind of, kind of something I don't know that they've ever really explained, but maybe it's because he realizes that Jonah needs him, and it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. You get that the two have known each other for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. they have all this backstory that we really has never really been thoroughly covered. You know, that'd be a great story. How did Robbie meet Jameson? Story. Well, it depends on who tells the story. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah, yeah it's – it's and, um, you know, because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one-pager. I mean, that kind of just shows the depth of the – you know, you get – you like you said, George, yeah. you get an idea that, you know, these two guys have been around a long time. Uh, they know each other's secrets. They know each other's demons. They know each other's, you know, and Robbie is the only person that really, other than his, his wife, Robbie's the only other person that Jonah will listen to. I mean, uh, yeah. and, um, <clears throat> you know what he, I, you know what I miss <clears throat> just real quick. Mm -hmm. I miss because, um, this was shot all over, uh, during brand new day. Um, but before one more day and brand new day before, you know, the Spider-Man universe is downward spiral. Um, back in the day, it was pretty clear that Robbie knew that Peter was, was Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it, it just was. The fir first time as a kid yeah. I noticed it was in uh, Craven's Because of always like the side comments he would make to Peter where he was really talking to Spider-Man. It was just so obvious. It was the way mm -hmm. Commissioner Gordon knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman, but he just didn't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now that's gone. So Yeah. yeah. And then – And I, I, missed, I missed the whole Daily Bugle mm -hmm. cast. In my Spider-Man yeah. comics. Well, they've been well, replaced by the Yakuza or whatever that is now. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the Yakuza. That's his. That's his supporting. Cast. So yeah, but, but no. It was, so like I said, I've really not done this story justice, um, or even the uh, the other one. But the, but they were both good. I mean, again, it's Peter David Spider-Man, and it, it, back when Peter David was actually allowed to tell his own stories. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, yep. you, know, it, you know, this was a good month actually. Um, but the thing, the hobgoblin yeah. thing though, was kind of getting beyond George's uh, little rant and tirade there a little while back. This was the hobgoblin mystery was really running thin by this time, and I guess that was part of the reason that I was getting frustrated with it because it was like, you know, really we're like three year, three years in. Uh, yes, yeah, see, two seventy five minus two thirty eight is. 37 carry the yeah three years in and but the thing is though all the clues that stern was going to leave about it being kingsley had never been laid because stern had never been laid because stern left the, because stern <laughs> left the title um wow yeah <laughs> stern you just said Roger i'm pretty stern sure uncle rogers <laughs> did, I, did Raj? I say stern hadn't been he just hadn't laid the uh, the, yeah. the, I'm not even going to try to say. Let's this. clear this I mean, up because we're. Uh, I, we're we like not Uncle Rod short shrift here. <laughs> Uncle Rod is probably. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like idiot. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes my own the depth of my own stupidity surprises me. Well, that surprised me. <laughs> Thanks. So, and you come and you come from a state that elected Ted Cruz. You yeah, come right, from the state that elected Ted oh, Cruz. You come from a state that elects a dead guy, you know. And here you are insulting me, who has the only oh. intelligent candidate running for president on the Republican side. But even I wouldn't vote for him because he's an asshole. So anyway, so that's why I'm voting Libertarian. Anyway, 
Who's Liberty? Who's running on the Liberty? Gary Johnson. Side? Come oh. on, Brad. Jesus Christ. I think I know his brother, Harry. Uh, anyways. <laughs> All right. Was this a good month? In 1986, about until about six, seven seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, it wasn't 30 years ago. 30 years ago. That's hard to believe that those books are 30 years old. Yeah, it's it hard to believe. Yeah, it's hard to believe that I've been reading it. Well, it's been 14 reading when the story was out. <laughs> I, I picked all those up off the spinner rack. I all picked three them up. Of them. Back then, I was buying stuff by uh, from Lone Star back then because they had become a chain up here in North Texas. And Out of curiosity, now. does Lone Star still exist? Just They have... a one or two storefronts, they're but they're more, more online, online than, than anything else now. Like, remember when I talked about I, I had to sell my comics collection when I couldn't find a job? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. long, I sold everything I had, uh, with the exception of like a ton of image stuff. Yeah. When I talked to the guys at Lone Star, and they were, you know, because the image stuff in the '90s, like when it first came out, and and I was like, I'm just stuck with this, like herpes, aren't I? And they were like, Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Sorry. Um, Burn it. So I sold everything except for a, a lot of the image stuff to. Uh, to Lone Star, to Moan, to, which is mycomicshop.com. And then uh, the rest of it, I just took over to Half Price Books and said, what, what am I going to get from this? And they were like, we'll give you like 150 bucks for all this crap. And I was like, done. Okay, fine. I think everybody had a box of image. I had a box of image, and I sold it on eBay for like 50 bucks for it's, like It's worthless bucks. because so much of it was printed. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. much of it out there, so it's just not worth it. Jay, you ever have any image comics from the 90s? No? You didn't go over there, huh? <laughs> no, I never crossed no. over to that side. I never played for the other team. I, 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 I so I, this is because we just started talking about this. I was going back through my collection, you know, and especially when I got damaged, and I started going through this, and I'm like, why the hell did I buy this? This was some throwaway <laughs> secondary uh, Rob Liefeld character. Why did I get the first however many issues there were of this damn thing? You thought you could make money on it, and you were interested in I, it. But probably. see, the thing is, though, I I haven't really – when I was getting into comics collecting, I wasn't really into it for the speculation part of it. I was in there to have the actual comic book and read the story. Yeah, I, but I, went, I mean, I, I was going I – bought, I bought Youngblood back eating, in the I day. Mean, uh, image comics were like eating Chinese food back – I mean, like it, 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 it's great the first time you do it, I guess, but then you can't remember it afterward or, you know, it's like – you know, it, it, you're hungry again later, I guess. I don't know. It just, yeah. It's just it, it, horrible, and I was stuck with it. And I was like, why did I buy it? And some of that crap was like three bucks. I mean, it was expensive back then. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why did I buy that? I wanted to make a time machine so I could go back and kick my own ass. <laughs> and say, take this money that you're going to throw away on this and at least go to a, a strip club or something. You'll have some good memories. Yeah, you know, it's wow. interesting. You, you kind of phrase it that way. Not about the strip club, obviously. Oh, shit. Rachel, I put your sleep machine in the... All right. Uh... <laughs> Go sleep so, bottom line. But, but anyway... Um, I think so you're I talking about on that one, JR. Yeah. You were, huh? What's that? I, I use my context because I'm like a big boy on that one. Okay. Um, the... Uh, no, I was just about to say the uh, there was in the uh, book that uh, was on comics history that was called the Comic Book Heroes, and they talk about the '90s and you know you were saying why did I buy that crap and and it was it was almost like a a mass uh, a mass hysteria almost yeah it kind of was that had that had kind of gripped uh, the industry uh, and and the dealers and the buy you know and people who bought it I mean you were buying this stuff just to, just to buy it this was you know, before I mean, Marvel Marvel tried to ruin the entire goddamn industry. 
with their books yep. in the 90s. This was before that. It was like a, a couple of years before that. Well, and, and the thing was, Image did a lot of damage as well because they uh, the, the books would never come out, right? I mean, the, the dealers would tie up yeah. their capital and buy in this shit, and it wouldn't come. You yeah. know, and people, you know, and, and it just, it was, it was, it was, the 90s, it just was a perfect storm of stupidity. Yeah. Just everybody. So, good month. So, final thought. Good month. It was good, a very good, good month. month. Okay, two two good right. Peter David stories, and and really a, a not bad, a, a not bad is issue number two seventy five. Uh, you know, you have the Hobgoblin, you have a, a, a reprint of the Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Uh, yeah, I really and, and, and stuff that uh, you know I didn't really get into. You know, trying to keep it relatively short, but you can see why Peter and Mary Jane belong together. Okay, because they're friends. Yeah, they're friends. All right. Peter is talking to Mary Jane like he's talking to his best friend. Hell, she had a key to his apartment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, but it, it was out of nowhere. The marriage was just all out of nowhere and forced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the marriage yeah, the marriage was out of nowhere and forced. Uh, yeah, and again, that's just... That was stupid. That's just stupid. I mean, it's clear, even here, they were best friends. You know, and, and he... Yep. And she was the one person that now that he knew that he trusted with his secrets. And... Yeah. You know, it, it just the, the only the reason they got married so rapidly at the time was like he finally realized it. I mean, if you read, yeah. I think like the issue was spectacular beforehand. I think it was spectacular. I'm not sure. But basically, he has this brief fling with Felicia again. And then Felicia runs, you know, uh, leaves him again. And and uh, so he's sitting there feeling sorry for himself. And then Mary Jane comes and says something, uh, you know, says something. And she walks out. And Peter's sitting there. And, he's, and he sits there and he goes, wait a minute. What the hell am I doing? And then he runs after her. You know, it's like like the best thing in my life. Just walked out the door, and he finally realizes it. So, so yeah. no, it wasn't a, a, a rush deal. I mean, it was two people finally realizing that holy shit, you know, this, you know, we really are meant for each other. But yeah, that's always know, been the weakest argument for any of the anti for all the marriage haters. That's always been the weakest goddamn argument. You know, I mean, well, no, no. all their argu- all the arguments are weak. all the arguments. They are. are weak. They are. Uh, and, and I was thinking about this whole. Uh, and I know we're tangenting here, but I was thinking about this whole, you know, how the hero, you know, this is a happy ending. How, and it's like, well, you know, I mean, beyond I don't consider marriage a happy ending. Yeah, but beyond my own jokes about it, it's like, but that's another, that's not the end of your story. That's the beginning of another story and another set yeah. of problems and another set of complexities and another set of issues. That is not the end of your story when you get married. And and why can, right. why 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 do they think this? But anyway, we've been debating this for years, and and uh, it won't get changed anytime soon. Uh,